The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday, presented by our friends from Coppercraft Distillery. If you're tailgating this weekend, watching Michigan, Michigan State, or the Lions, and you're 21 and up, enjoy that blue raspberry lemonade vodka crafted cocktail at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store here in Michigan. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. Part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions NFL insiders in studio. Uh, we'll get to the Lions in a moment, but I did see, and I know you handle uh, the draft wire, off of J.J. McCarthy, who's leading Michigan in the Spartan Stadium tomorrow night against Michigan State. I had not seen his name in most first rounds, and all of a sudden in the last few weeks, with Michigan piling up the points, that J.J. McCarthy in multiple mock drafts has moved into the top ten you're the managing editor of the Draft Wire. What are people seeing in McCarthy now that has moved him into the upper tier of quarterbacks in college football? I think the biggest thing is the consistency of his performance. Last year, you saw a guy who would be great, and then he'd make he'd have two or three drives in the game where you're like, "What are you doing? Why, why is why do we get rid of the other guy that was here?" Um, and, and he's he's ironed those out this year. He's playing very consistent football. He's making, in general, better decisions with the ball. Uh, I, I've been at a couple of their games this year, and I've been very impressed at how well he's managed the huddle, uh, how well he is keeping the team. And, and this will this will come off as a shot at Harbaugh, and I don't mean it that way whatsoever, but he's very good at, at lining the guys up and getting them to focus on the play that's at hand where I don't always think that Harbaugh is paying attention necessarily to the play that's going on now. I think he might be looking at two or three plays down the road or, or still arguing about a call that they got missed on the defensive side. That's 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 how that's his coaching style. It's worked very well for him, but I think he needs a quarterback who can have that poise and that intelligence to, to keep the trains running when Jim isn't necessarily at the conductor's chair. And I think he's done a very good job at doing that this year. I think he'll, he'll show it very well against a, a Michigan State defense that will be game. I think they're going to play hard. I think they have some talent, especially in the secondary, but it's look, he's, that's going to be a rough battle tomorrow night uh, if you're a Spartans fan. It doesn't, doesn't look so good for that. But uh, McCarthy is a guy 
Um, I actually met with somebody who was uh, a, a, an NFL-employed scout after the Notre Dame-USC game uh, more than last Sunday morning. And uh, he, we talked a little bit about McCarthy, and he's like, yeah, we're, we're interested in, the, in that. You know, he's, he's getting, I don't know if he's going to get into the first round or not, but uh, top 50, um, he could go in the range where, like, the Lions took Hendon Hooker this year. You know, where, uh, you know, that, that, that mid-second to early third, I think, is, is, is his floor. He's athletic. He's got a fantastic arm. I think that's another thing that he doesn't get enough credit for. He throws a very nice deep ball. Kind of like Jared Goff, he doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's got, he generally gets really good velocity and touch on it at the same time, and that's 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 one of the things that you want. You, you can have guys that can throw the ball through a brick wall. Um, the Bears are starting one this weekend, and uh, their undrafted rookie Tyson Bajant from from D two Shepherd. Uh, I'm not sure that he can hit a car a, a target that's moving though. Uh, you know. I watched him down at the senior pole throw a ball into a brick wall, and it, it left a chip in the brick wall. Like he's he's got the arm strength, but I don't know about the accuracy and the the decision making. That that's where McCarthy is gonna gonna that's where he's taking a step up. He can he can still do a little bit more with that. I think uh, his ability to throw on the run, uh, the the way he sets his feet. Not to get all analytically technical on it, but he's setting his feet better when he's moving and resetting and throwing the ball. That's helped his accuracy. It's helped his velocity down the field, and that's you know those are things that the scouts want to see. And that's I'm seeing that from JJ McCarthy, and apparently a lot of other people are too, because that's why you're seeing him in mock drafts. Uh, I don't have to do another mock draft until uh, Thanksgiving week. Thankfully, I hate doing them, especially at this time of year. But the the rankings, uh, you will see an updated rankings board from me probably midweek next week. So uh, for for draft folks, and you will see. You'll see Roman Wilson in there. You will see uh, Chris Jenkins in there, probably not as high as what he has been. And you're going to see quite a few Wolverines in there. You the running backs, you know, the, the Corum, uh, Edwards, they're, they're impressive. So they what would you, team. What, right now, you, you haven't done that latest mock draft on DraftWire and Jeff Risden joining us on the huge show across Michigan on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Where would you put him right now? If the draft was tonight, okay, in Detroit, we fast forward to end of April 2024, what's yeah. a realistic spot range you think J.J. McCarthy would go? I think because there are a lot of quarterbacks at the top, he's either going to go in the last five to ten picks of the first round or be one of the first picks of the second round. And it's a deal where a team that didn't get one in the first round trades up. And gets him with like the thirty third or thirty fourth pick. I think that's that's probably where he's going to go in that range, you know, that twenty five to thirty five overall range. Because look, he's he's not going to beat out. He's not beating uh, Drake May. Caleb he's not beating right, Caleb Williams. Yeah. Not not beating Bo Nix the way he's playing. What about it's, Michael Penix Jr.? I, I that guy just he's, he puts the ball on so the money. Good. He isn't he? But I, the problem is he's he's twenty four years old and he has torn both knees twice. That's problem. <laughs> That's that's that that's something that's going to be. That, I, I'll tell you in, in the draft circles that I'm in, we talk about Penix, and nobody has a, a real good idea of what's going to happen with him. Uh, Liatu Latu from from UCLA, they're they're fun, phenomenal pass rusher. If you just go by on the field, he's the best pass rusher in the country, the best defensive player in the country. But he had to medically retire from Washington because he broke his neck. How are NFL teams going to look at that? Like that's. The, the injuries do matter in there, and that's 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 the that's the hard part of what we do, <laughs> trying to figure out where those guys go. You know, Hendon Hooker is a good example. 
tore his knee. Not going to be available as a rookie. Like, how much does that weigh in? He, he would have been. He would have been. Top 10. He would have, he, he would have been right in the range where we just talked about McCarthy, that 25 to 35 he, range. But he could have gone earlier. He could right. have been in play for the Lions at 18. Right. That's Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So they loved, they loved McCarthy. him. I, I don't see him as NFL ready, but a lot of these teams draft on potential. Look at Anthony Richardson, who now is out for the year with the Colts. Boy, he was playing really good. He was playing really good football. Uh, C.J. Stroud playing phenomenal football for the three and three Houston Texans. If you would have put money on the Texans being three and three at this point in the year, uh, any book in the country would have taken your money uh, gladly. Uh, they, he's he's doing some nice things, by the way. Nico Collins, remember from Michigan, having a good year uh, supporting C.J. Stroud, Ohio State to Michigan connection down there. Never could get a quarterback to throw in the ball. It's it's fun how when, that when works. He was, yeah, when he was in Ann Arbor. No, he, no, he really could not. Ironically, <laughs> it's a Buckeye. That makes Nico look like a legit wide receiver. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire in studio. Follow both on Twitter, Facebook. Calls West Michigan home. One of our Lions NFL insiders. So this game with the Ravens uh, on Sunday. What do you think's a key or keys three in a row for the Lions to leave Baltimore? With another huge road win. They have to not let Lamar Jackson be the deciding factor in the game. And that's easier said than done. Um, and it's not easy to be said either because he's he's really good. And I think the people who characterize him as a, a running quarterback who throws, you need to watch a little bit more Ravens football. He is a passing quarterback who runs now. They have upgraded his passing game weaponry around him. Uh, for years, I have lamented that they have never had receivers that are worth anything for him. They've gotten better there. Their rookie Zay Flowers, he's not very big, but he's he's pretty darn good. You know, the, you're you're seeing uh, Rashad Bateman healthy. Odell Beckham, until he tears his knee again, is is doing a good job for them. You know, they, we talked about Mark Andrews in, in the first of the second hour there, we, where he's he's a very good tight end, great target, fantastic red zone target. You have to find a way to balance not letting Lamar beat you in the air, but also not letting him beat you with his legs. Um, you, you want it to be a game where they need to run the ball without Lamar running the ball, uh, or they have to throw the ball and you can play a little bit of that off zone that they, that the line, the Lions did that very well against Tampa Bay. And I, I got to give them credit for that because I didn't think they could do it. They were worried about Baker Mayfield running on them. Lamar Jackson is a different gear than what Baker Mayfield is as a runner. I think we all know that. But uh, the principles that they had of playing, or play, even some off man, where they're still looking back, you know, keeping an eye on the quarterback just to make sure that he's not going. The linebackers staying clean. Uh, I, I think one of the things that Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson did not have a great statistical game in Tampa Bay. I thought he played a phenomenal game because he occupied two of their blockers, which meant that that that, that gave Alex Anzalone, that gave Jack Campbell, that gave Derek Barnes that much more room to run and operate, to not get blocked, to keep an eye on Baker where if he was going to run, they were right there to snuff him out. That's the kind of thing that the Lions need to do to, to stop Lamar Jackson. That's And that's the fun thing is, is that's only half the game. And that's why this game, it, it's a national game. You're getting the, you're getting the top uh, uh, Fox stu- studio crew uh, with this one. The, the fantastic Greg Olson, who I think is the best color guy in, in the game, uh, will be on there with Kevin Burkhart. They're, they're, they're going to be fun. It's, it's, it's going to be a great game, man. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because this is a game, I feel like the Lions can legitimately lose this game. 
The, like Tampa, I, I wasn't too worried. You mean about Tampa. just straight up, like that Baltimore may be the better team at home? Possibly, yeah. Especially in the. And why is that? Well, some of it's the injuries that we talked about before. I think some of it is that Baltimore is a confident team. Um, and if you look at their losses, one of their losses, I don't, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was the Pittsburgh game. No, it was the other game. Uh, they lost to the Colts because John Harbaugh made a catastrophic clock management decision down the stretch. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think they've learned from that. Uh, but this is a team, they're physical. And the other thing that they do, their linebackers are really fast. You know, Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, those guys can play, and they're not just one-dimensional linebackers. And that's going to be problems for the tight ends. That's going to be problems for throwing the ball to Jameer Gibbs coming out of the backfield. And by the way, Jameer's going to play. We're going to see him. That's going to be great. David Montgomery won't be in the game, but you're getting you're getting Jameer back. That's going to be helpful. Their their secondary. I will tell you. Um, you know, to go back to the draft for a second. Kyle Hamilton was my number one overall player in the 2022 NFL draft. I thought he was phenomenal. The safety from Notre Dame. He got off to a little bit of a slow start with the Ravens, and a lot of fans were like, "See, we didn't need that guy." He's really good, folks. He is as good as any defensive back in football right now. He's playing phenomenal ball. And that their their ability to control the middle of the field is an issue for Jared Goff, who's at his best where? Work in the middle of the field. So th- th- this is going to be one of those games where Goff is going to have to elevate even like we talked about him. He's at playing at an MVP level. He's really got to prove it this weekend. I, he he certainly can. But it's a game where if Laporte is limited or out and, you know, Gibbs coming back, you know, you don't know how much he's going to be comfortable after missing a couple of weeks and not practicing for a while. You know, JMO still getting integrated in. It's a tough one. It really is. So you mentioned the Lions running backs and the issues there. Part of the reason why you're thinking this could be a loss on Sunday. What What is the status of that running back room with the Lions. Yeah, so Gibbs uh, has indicated that he's going to play, and we're reading between some lines with what Campbell and uh, uh, running backs coach Scotty Montgomery said this week. I expect I expect Gibbs to play, and I expect him to play a lot. The issue is, is that Montgomery will be out, and Craig Reynolds has not practiced. Uh, I don't know the status yet today. I haven't been able to, to check so that out. So who's the back of the Gibbs then? then, then well, then you've got Divino Zigbo. And okay, yeah, I had that on my list. <laughs> uh, now he actually he he can catch the ball out of the backfield, but he's not a guy that you're gonna. Mm. He's on the he's on your practice squad and, and for a reason. And Gibbs won't be a hundred percent, will he? I, I doubt it. Yeah, he has a hamstring issue, wow. but he's gonna play through. So it. If Gibbs can't go. Who are your running backs Sunday in Baltimore uh, for the Lions? The other guy would be uh, undrafted rookie Mo Ibrahim from Minnesota, yeah, who is a great college back, fantastic college back. Um, he's not fast, and he got hurt in training camp. They waived him. They brought him back this week. So uh, it's a little dicey there. And remember, they're also without their fullback. Not that Jason Cabinda does a lot for the offense, but he's not there either. He's on injured reserve. Wow. Now that is a that, that's that flag I talked about last hour where the only negative, and it's, un, it's an uncontrollable negative. Yeah. Injuries are part of the game. We can use all the cliches. You know, how how long does it affect you? Is this a game where you look at it and say, we didn't have healthy running backs? It killed us. But on the flip side, I will say, with the way golf was throwing those darts on third down, uh, with golf, wow. with those receivers, with J-Mo, with Reynolds, you mentioned Laporte in the calf strain. He may not go or be limited. Uh, 
you still have golf. So it gives you, it, you, you know, you've got a chance you got when you've chance, got Jared Goff right? playing well, and he's been playing very well. The one thing that they did do, and they, they did it in the Tampa game, they actually gave him a carry in the first quarter. Kali Raymond was an option quarterback going into college at Holy Cross. He, tur- he converted to being a wide receiver full time. They gave him a carry, he got three yards. He's very, very fast and instantly fast. He's one of those guys where he's at top speed on a second step. I wonder if they could use him as a running back. They have a guy on the practice squad, um, uh, Edwards, who was who went to FIU, Florida International, as an option quarterback. He was their starting quarterback for a couple of games in his freshman year. He can run. He had he had a couple of games where he had over 100 yards rushing and multiple touchdowns as a runner in college. He's been he's kind of bounced around as a punt return. He was in the XFL for a while. He's a loose like. The cupboard's not bare. Like, but this, I, I don't like what I'm hearing here that we're taking former option quarterbacks. Hey, that's an NFL team, and you're I know, playing one I of know. the better defensive units. Yeah. My honest opinion is that you still have golf. You have multiple uh, receivers who are weapons. And if you got to throw 50 times to beat Baltimore, then so be it. You got to do it. Yeah, on that, Sunday, that that certainly can happen. Uh, they're not a they're not a run first team. The run has been wonderful to eat some clock and also set up play action uh, for golf. But they still have a solid offensive line, and they still have an MVP candidate right now in golf. So I'm not panicking. It is amazing the mindset I have as a Lions fan and also as a guy doing a statewide sports radio show on how comfortable I am on game weeks now with the Lions because I trust. It's different, isn't it? I trust Campbell. I trust the coaches. And Goff is as good as any quarterback we've ever had in Detroit. Uh, that, those are all fair statements. That, that, and I'm comfortable. It's it's very different. Rather than going into games like this, figuring out how are they going to blow this one? You know, we we had those conversations before before I, I I started coming in here with you, like the Patricia years, even the Caldwell years. How are they going to find a way to screw this up? Because they're as good as the other team, but they're probably not going to play like it. You don't, we don't, we don't hear it, and we we're exposed to a lot of it. We're exposed to all facets of Lion fandom, from the guys that are guzzling the Kool Aid. You know, from from day one to the guys who are just now starting to crack those copper crafts open and, and enjoy them, you know, we're we we get that gamut, and it, it's different, and it's it's such a more fun place to be. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, we joke uh, that I'm with the USA Today Wire, and we have our we have a group uh, meeting room, a uh, virtual thing, and one of the things that a couple of guys have joked about me is like, what's it like covering a winning team now? Because I so I, my first day there was Christmas Eve of 2016. I covered the Browns and the Texans that year. The Texans actually went to the playoffs. They actually won a playoff game that year um, with with Brock Osweiler as their quarterback and Ode Abushi as their best offensive lineman. But like I I haven't really had a lot of success. And I covered the 2020 Cleveland Browns. You know, they, they were a lot of fun. They were great. But they were always like, man, you're living on the edge of your seat with that group. This Lions team is is so complete and so thorough in what they do that it, it's it's a different animal than anyone that I've ever covered. You know, and I like I've covered some great players. I've covered some pretty good teams. I've covered some really really bad teams in my time. the 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 depth that this team has come from at the end of the Patricia era and going into the very start of the Dan Campbell era, where they had to get rid of everybody. Because one of the big things, I hate dwelling on this, but 
Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn needed certain types of players and only those types of players. Jelani Tavai is a great example. Trey Flowers is another example. Guys who are solid football players and what they do in that system, but outside of that system, they are worthless for every other NFL team. They got worthless instantly in Detroit, and they didn't. They couldn't get rid of all those guys fast enough, and that's that's one of the reasons why they struggled early. But uh, you know, we talked about it earlier. Give Sheila Hamp credit for sticking with this and understanding that it's not a quick fix. Understanding that there are going to be some setbacks along the way because the team isn't there yet, and uh, she deserves credit for for staying with the plan and empowering the guys to to get through it. And they're. We've come out the other side now, and now we are a legitimate, (laughs) I'm waiting for the Lord to strike me down, a legitimate Super Bowl contender in Detroit. I'm saying that, and I'm not laughing. I'm not on my fingers crossed. I don't have any talismans around here. We're we're good, man. It's fun to be good. (laughs) Legitimate Super Bowl contender at this current moment with the Lions. Legitimate MVP candidate with golf. Legitimate coach of the year candidate with Dan Kim. Absolutely. Legitimate, legitimate uh, defensive coordinator of the year assistant award uh, with two sides could be with Ben Johnson and with Aaron Glenn. Absolutely. Uh, ben Johnson probably got that Aiden, leg up on that, but he's the Aiden Hutchinson uh, pro bowl bound. Absolutely. Oh, right? oh, no, no question about it. Look, look, look at all these stories and look how young this team is. And they're not, they're not handcuffed to the salary cap. They've still got so many guys that are still on their first golf, contract. Right? They're going to have to pay golf. They're going to have to pay Jonah Jackson. They're going to have to pay Panay Sewell. Probably not this offseason, but at some point. They are going to have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown this offseason if they want it to not get ugly. Uh, because I think he's he's in line to be paid as one of the top receivers in the league. And that's another one. The sooner you get that deal done, the cheaper it's going to be because that his price tag is only going to go up the, the greater he gets. So you can see that come this offseason. So this offseason will have some tough decisions. Uh, it's going to be one of those where they're probably not going to be big net spenders in free agency because they're going to be locking up their own guys. Again, that's a shift to being a good football team. We're not used to that. We are not used to having your third and fourth and fifth round picks from five, four, three drafts ago, all signing back because they're good. We're used to poaching other guys. Oh, that guy was a third round pick by the Patriots back in 2017. He's probably better than what we've got because we've drafted like crap. Like we don't have that problem anymore. And it's a very nice place to be. They are set. Uh, this isn't a short term salary cap window. This is really building a culture, a team, and also financially from the front office side that they could make a long run. I liken them a little bit to what I'm seeing uh, with the Niners, even though the Niners have spent a lot more money and they went out and got a uh, McCaffrey, but the Lions get the Ravens on Sunday. Should be an unbelievable game, and let's see what they do against another solid defensive unit because Rizzi, and by the way, Jeff Rizden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, online, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, on Twitter. Flip it if they win on Sunday and they've posted W's at Arrowhead, Lambeau, Tampa, and Baltimore to start the season. Wow, that that's where you get into. Is there not not only Super Bowl contender to get there, but if they go win Sunday in Baltimore, you're going to look at that schedule. You're going to look at the landscape of the NFL and ask yourself right now, neutral site, who would you really fear? If you're the Lions, not fear. I, I, I'm not saying they would, but a fan. 
fan listening. I think San Phil- Francisco, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Philly, maybe Miami. Dallas. I don't think Miami has a defense. Miami, Miami's going to score. Dallas's though. defense is still tough. They're yeah, they're good. Um, their offense. <laughs> who you know? I mean, Mahomes. Still, they're, they're, I, I'll put it this way. Uh, I'm very comfortable with Dan Campbell going against Mike McCarthy head to head in the coaching matchup. That would be advantage. And Mahomes Detroit. in a neutral site playoff yeah. format, he's still Mahomes. Yeah, Seattle is tough because they match up very well with what Detroit does, and they've beaten us two years in a row. I don't think either of them was a fluke. They they concern me still. Um, they have warts, but they're. Their warts are not easily exploited by what the Lions do. So they they worry me a little bit. Baltimore is another team. I'm not going to overlook them. Kansas City, we been there, done that, man. We 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 got count. There, there's not another team in the I will say if the Browns somehow make it. If and by the way, if it's a Browns Lions Super Bowl, <laughs> I might die. <laughs> I'm rooting for Stafford Golf <laughs> NFC Championship game in Detroit. Lions with home field oh, that advantage. Would be, that would be fun. That Stafford and the Rams coming down the tunnel. You know the Rams are the Rams defense. I got to give them credit. I buried them this offseason because their their defensive depth chart on paper looked like what are you doing? Like why, who are these guys? They're playing pretty well. They're playing some good football and Stafford. Has been not at his best, but he's been close enough that they're that's a good football team. They're they're not going to be an easy out in the West, uh, but they they got to make it. You know that's that battle for that last wild card spot in the NFC between looks like Washington, um, uh, Dallas is is in that group. If Minnesota ever gets it together, and I'm not sure that they will, they're going to be in that. You know Atlanta maybe sticking around. I don't I don't know, but uh, that that last spot. And that, by the way, that could be the team if the Lions happen to be the three seed. That's who's coming to Detroit the first weekend. That's uh, you know, we, it's funny that we're talking. It, it's it's enough not, enough of Seattle at Ford Field. Yes, please yeah, get, get rid of that. We do not want the four we're, seed because they're going to be the five. We're talking playoff seeding. We're talking Super Bowl. It's, it's October twentieth, and we're talking playoff seeding. And I think if they win at Baltimore on Sunday, the Lions will move to the top of every NFL power poll. They should. Why wouldn't they be? And they're already cl- they're already the number one NFC team. I saw USA Today had them at the top of their poll. They did. Jared Jared Bailey, uh, J- yeah, Jared Bailey did that. Uh, he's uh, he, he got hired on this year, and I'm glad that he's there. Wow, yeah, <laughs> at the top, and, and their number they were the top NFC team, I think, in the CBS one and ESPN one. So we'll see how it yeah, plays so the, out. Of, of all the teams that are five and one right now, I think there's five of them. The Lions have the strongest strength of schedule that they've played so far. And a lot of that is the fact that they beat Kansas City, who's also 5-1. and one. But uh, none of the other teams have, have played teams that are anywhere close to the, the record that the Lions have, the win percentage collectively. And that's the thing. This, this game, like this is the end of the hard part of the Lions' schedule. <laughs> Come back from that bye? I, mean, I, don't th- I don't think Las Vegas is too much. I don't want to overlook the Raiders because they do have... They have guys that are very good players. Uh, they don't have enough of them, but they do. Like Max Crosby, that guy's really, really good. Devontae Adams, that guy's really, really good. They've got some guys that can scare you, but as a team, they don't scare you. And then you got to play the Bears twice. you got to play the Vikings again. you got to play the Packers in, in, on Thanksgiving in Ford Field. Like We watched the Saints last night. We watched the Chargers last Sunday. Like that, Those teams don't scare me at all. Dallas in Dallas on on Christmas. Yes, that'll be tough. Dallas Chargers defense is still good. I watched him in that Monday night game against 
Uh, the that's, Cowboys. That's another team where if you have Dan Campbell coaching against Brandon Staley, one hundred times out of one hundred, you're taking Dan Campbell. Well, Mike Mike McCarthy uh, took you know Staley to school, that, and, and that's that's saying something because Kellen you're Moore, you're right about that. I think <laughs> I, I think Staley can get removed here quickly, and Kellen Moore will get the interim job. That would not surprise me at all, right? Because you'll yeah. see a. It's part of the reason why I think they brought him in, anyways. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So now yeah. you get the uh, in season test to see that way if he can't cut it you just move on from yeah. uh, Staley's entire staff. It's fun how teams do that. I think Carolina did that bringing in Deuce Staley. I think the Browns did that and bringing in Jim Schwartz. If, if Kevin Stefanski wasn't going to cut it, hey Jim Schwartz you're the head coach now. Uh, it, it's funny how teams do that. Uh, I don't I, I don't think the Lions had that in mind when they brought Scotty Montgomery in because he's a guy that's going to get some head coaching looks as well. You know that that's that's another thing, and this this came up in Lions Twitter this week about you know what's going to happen when Ben Johnson leaves and and Aaron Glenn leaves because they're going to get head coaching jobs. Like those are fun; those are first world football team problems to have instead of having to worry about who's going to replace our crap head coach. Um, we don't have that problem anymore. It's kind of nice, man. Yeah, it's it nice. Uh, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Facebook. Twitter online, also at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N, one of our Lions NFL insiders joining us in studio on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Whether you're celebrating touchdowns at tailgates or watching your favorite football teams this weekend and you're 21 and up, grab a blue raspberry lemonade and vodka Crafted cocktail from Coppercraft Distillery. Look for Honolulu Blue at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store. And if they don't have it, ask for it. More conversation on the lines. We'll get to some of the storylines across the NFL. Risden uh, in studio on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are tied atop the league standings as one of five teams entering Week 7 with a 5-1 record through their first six games. The Lions defense held their third opponent last week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to under 50 yards rushing. They've only done that one other time in franchise history back in 1943, and they've even held two opponents this season without a touchdown for the first time since 1954. The Lions have produced 350 total yards of offense and 20 points in each of their first six games. Jared Goff and company have extended their NFL best and franchise record streak, producing 20 points or more for 15 straight. It'll be a tall task against that top five ranked Baltimore defense this weekend as the Lions go to take on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, the AFC North leaders at 4-2 and two at 1 p.m. on Fox. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, 
mhsaa.tv. That's mhsaa.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to mhsaa.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by the Coppercraft Distillery. Look for that blue raspberry vodka handcrafted adult cocktail. When you're watching the Lions this weekend, college football, the rest of the NFL, you have to be 21 and up to drink Honolulu Blue. Your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store, ask for it. If they don't have it, tell them to get it from our friends at Coppercraft Distillery. All right, Rizzy, before I let you go, I want to get your prediction on the game Sunday, Lions at the Ravens. What goes down? This is one of those where I, I, and I actually wrote this, if they played 100 times, I think the Lions would win 51 of them. Not sure that the Lions, as they exist right now with the injuries that they've got, can win more than maybe 35 to 40 of them. And it depends on how it plays out. But um, I laid it out a little bit earlier. The way that the the Ravens' defensive focus, they control the middle of the field. And that's a problem for Jared Goff. Jared Goff's going to have to work more on the margins, on the on the deep outside. That's Jamison Williams' territory, and that could be great. And it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he did have a phenomenal game in this one because the Ravens don't have anybody that can match up with him speed down the field. They're, they have very good safeties. They have great linebackers. They're really good at stopping the inside run. But the, 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 J-Mo will be a variable in this one. Jameer Gibbs coming out of the backfield and catching the ball, making that first tackler miss is something that he's got to do. That Gibbs will play. That has yeah, been confirmed yeah, yeah, from Gibbs, Coach Campbell. Yes, Gibbs Gibbs will be good to go. Uh, the rest we're, we're still wondering about. Like, like Even if they play like Laporta, Vitae, Jackson, like all these guys that are – you know, dinged up. It's this is a tough place for those guys to not be at a hundred percent and to go in because this is a Baltimore team. Keep in mind they're playing in a division where all four teams right now have winning records. They've got to have this game and they know it. Final score Sunday. Ah, people are gonna like this, but I got the Ravens win. Uh, let's go twenty-eight twenty-four. Rizzy, good stuff in studio today on this Honolulu Blue Football Friday. 
Uh, we'll talk next week. Phenomenal weekend of college football coming up, too. Can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah, Jeff Rizden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both of them on Twitter, Facebook, online, and also at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Uh, Jeff just mentioned all the college football, the NFL action this weekend. Things are better when you get in on the game day greatness with the DraftKings Sportsbook app an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So this is for new customers. Use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you'll score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Like I said, get it on the game day, or game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can score that $200 instantly in bonus bets. When you bet just five on the Lions, the NFL, or college football, that's code HUGE. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, the crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117-21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit Restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Now, if you missed any of our conversation about the Lions, about J.J. in the April 2024 draft in Detroit, all you have to do is search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. You can catch up. And listen on your schedule. And also, we have everything you need for free 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh my. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh my. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are set to wrap up our number three on a Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery and their adult cocktail beverage. Blue Raspberry Lemonade and Vodka. It is the ultimate Honolulu Blue drink available at your local pub, restaurant, or bar, or your local stores all across Michigan. If they don't have it, ask for it. I do want to welcome in Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. He handles and is in charge of the GR office in downtown Grand Rapids. Dorn Mayhew's world headquarters are over in Troy on the east side of the state. Also, Josh and his team put up the $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge contest. You could win it. It's free to play every week through the big game. Try and beat my pro football picks. You have until Sunday morning every week to play at the Huge Show.net. And that $1,500 in cash could be yours. Josh, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm um, fantastic. Uh, great job on air yesterday with Lomas. For those that don't know, every week, Josh joins me in studio with Lomas Brown, and we break down the lines and make our NFL picks there. I mentioned you can make your picks at thehugeshow.net, so a job well done. Also, Josh will take my college football picks against the spread, and Josh, I currently sit at 38-34 and 34 on the season in college football against the spread. That's a pretty good record so far. Hey, man, if you're over 500, you're not losing. And you know what? <laughs> if you're not winning, you're a loser. <laughs> well, you're winning right now. I said last week I want to audit those records, but I haven't seen those yet. Okay, so. <laughs> Mr. Auditor. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, Josh's actually initials when he when he signs his golf cart are IRS. So they're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right josh let's go you ready with the picks ready all right penn state is getting four and a half at ohio state i like ohio state to win this game by a field goal i'll take penn state plus four and a half i like penn state to, i think there's an upset coming i like penn state to win that game so i'll take the points yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised i'm saying a field goal game similar maybe to what we watch with ohio state at Notre Dame, so I'll go with uh, Penn State plus at four and a half here on my picks against uh, the college spread. Another interesting game out west, Washington State at Oregon getting 20 from the Ducks. I think Washington State's a good football team. I'm not saying they'll win, but I'll take Washington State plus a 20. Same. I'm with you on that pick. Minnesota's getting three and a half at Iowa. I think Minnesota will win this game. Iowa has no offense. I know they won at Wisconsin, but I'll, I'll take Minnesota plus the three and a half. I agree with that pick. I think Minnesota wins. Yeah, I really do. Iowa's just lucked out, and uh-huh. I just don't see it happening. 
Uh, Central Michigan uh, giving Ball State four and a half at Ball State. Uh, I like the chips by a touchdown in that game. I do too. They've been playing decent. I'm, I'm going to be with you on that pick. Michigan giving Michigan State 24 points on Saturday night. That's a number 25 wow. I didn't like. I, I like the minus 24. I think the Michigan defense will shut them out. I'm going to take Michigan uh, minus the 24. That's an update from earlier this week, but off of 25 to 24, I like it. It's a safe number. I'll take Michigan minus 24 against Michigan State on Saturday night. That's a lot of points, but I, I'm i going to be with you on that pick. I think Michigan gets it done, so I'm with you on the minus 24. Josh Garvey, he is the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. He is in charge of the GR office, the world headquarters for Dorn Mayhew in Troy on the east side of the state, one of America's and the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Josh, good stuff this week. We'll talk football next week. That sounds good. All right, Josh Garvey. Thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, Enjoy your weekend with the family. Superfly speaking of the weekend, enjoy it. Michigan, Michigan State is going to be fun on Saturday night. Lions on Sunday. Uh, We'll be talking about both of those games starting at 3 on Monday all across the Michigan Sports Network. For the radio station close to where you'll be Monday at 3, just go to thehugeshow.net. And like I mentioned, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.